a much bigger story for us is that Tom Brady and Sean Payton are about to take the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl. All right, wait just one second. The rumor was that, well, why wouldn't Sean Payton and Tom Brady get back to get get together? They were almost together in Miami, so let's get that band together, like the Honey Trippers, uh, in Charlotte. Julian Council, Locked On Panthers podcast, joins us on the Adam Gold Show. When you saw that story... What went through your mind? That's what went through my mind, Adam. Yeah. Like, really? I I, <laughs> I honestly hate everything about this. I don't – it's twofold. I don't love the idea of trading for a head coach. I understand that Sean Payton has won a Super Bowl. I understand that Sean Payton has done a great job working with quarterbacks. I yeah. understand all of that. His offensive mind and brilliance and genius and – all the other adjectives you want to associate with Sean Payton as a coach in the National Football League. I understand that. But Andy Reid didn't – the Chiefs didn't have to trade for Andy Reid. Right. The Rams didn't have to trade for Sean McVay. None of the teams that are in the playoffs right now had to trade for their coach to have success. And then with Tom Brady, who obviously, as we know, is the GOAT, is 45 years old. The Panthers have talked about – stabilizing that position. They've talked about sustained success. How is trading away a first-round pick for Sean Payton that you could potentially use on a quarterback that could be here for the next 10, 15 years and then bring out a 45-year-old quarterback going to help you get to sustained success here in Carolina? I don't really understand this at all. I know Mike Florio said it would be a middle finger to the league. I could not care less about Sean Payton, <laughs> Tom Brady, teaming up to try and stick it to Roger Goodell right. and all the suits there on Madison Avenue. I don't see how that's beneficial for the long term for Carolina. Maybe for a season, but aren't we trying to look past just a season, which is what they've been doing the last three years, which has amounted to absolutely nothing, and yet another coaching search with this kind of nonsense out there in the headlines. All right, here, here's the first of all, you and I share the same skepticism. I don't believe this is even a thing, but I understand that we're we're kind of uh, two plus two equals four. Uh, I don't believe this is uh, you know really anything serious, but I want to play out the mental gymnastics of this for a second. Julian Council, Lockdown Panthers podcast. So let's just say for giggles that Peyton would be willing to go to Carolina and coach against uh, the team that he's a legend with. And let's assume that Brady would want to come to Carolina. First of all, I can't close my eyes and see Tom Brady running out onto the field in a Panthers uniform, but that's fine. Let's just say it would happen to get... Sean Payton, and really these two things are sort of separate anyway, but to get Sean Payton, you'd have to give up a first-round pick. If I could give up next year's first-round pick, not this one, next year's first-round pick, I might consider it. But if they want number nine, to me that's a non-starter. And here's what I don't understand. If Sean Payton's looked at the roster, you can't give up number nine. You need number nine. You, You just can't give that up. And I think Sean Payton understands that. I would certainly hope you'd understand as far as team building goes that the Panthers aren't a coach or a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. They still need a pass-catching tight end. They still need to re-sign their center, Bradley Bozeman. They still need to find more weapons offensively. 
outside of DJ Moore, and that includes in the backfield where I'm not necessarily a fan of signing a running back to a contract again. I know it's not going to be a Christian McCaffrey-level contract, but, y'all, you can draft dudes to run the football. Yep. Like, there's very low value in that position. Deontay Foreman, love you. You did a great job. But, sorry, go somewhere else. The secondary, they can't keep either one of those corners healthy for a full season. They probably need somebody else back there, as they saw in their most pivotal game of the season. Yep. They couldn't cover anybody. So, Keith Taylor, C.J. Henderson – those dudes obviously aren't enough for them. Shaq Thompson probably gone. Yeah. So you need another linebacker, could add another edge rusher, obviously defensive tackle. So there's so many other holes that need to be filled on this roster. Like, I don't think they're that far away from being a playoff team, obviously, as we just saw this season. But I don't think they're just a coach and a quarterback away from like, oh, snap your fingers. They're clearly in the AFC or the NFC title game in the Super Bowl. Like, maybe it's that quarterback was Patrick Mahomes, which they don't or not going to ever have in any scenario here in the next year or two. And if the coach was like Andy Reid or McVay, like that's just not going to happen. So it's just wild to me. Because, yeah, if the Saints want the ninth pick, it's a non-starter, which is why I've always felt like it wasn't going to happen as far as Sean Payton coming here to Carolina. Because why would New Orleans allow the Panthers to get Sean Payton and then also be able to either stay at nine or trade up in the draft and get their quarterback? Like how does that benefit New Orleans at all? And Say the Panthers did the whole Sean Payton and Tom Brady thing, and they do give up a first-round pick. Okay, maybe you give up nine or you keep, or you have to give up next year's. Doesn't that still hurt their ability to get that guy of the future to come here? Is it Matt Corral? Is that who they want to lean on? <laughs> I don't know. All this is just wild. My, I know Mike Florio. He was the only one who reported this last year about Brady and Miami, the whole right. Stephen Ross deal, and that's what led to the Dolphins losing a first-round pick. So I think there's something to it, obviously, because he got it right last year. But it's just so exhausting that this is the process that's playing out here in Carolina right now, potentially. And, and potentially. here's the the other part about this, and you, we've, we've been uh, alluding to it. If they were to bring Peyton and Brady here, do we really think that that team is good enough to do damage? It's still a roster full of holes. And, yes, you can address we'll those. Division. You, you can win the division, right? So you could be essentially – this year's Buccaneers. But are the Panthers, even with as many creative things as they could do, let's say as a caller uh, at the beginning of the show pointed out, you can go sign Rob Gronkowski. Okay, they bring in Gronk. to Because uh, I think Gronk could probably play, give you a good season. He can't give you good two seasons, but he could give you a good one season or maybe 11 of six of 17 games in that season, as long as they were the right 11 and you had him available for the playoffs, I think he could give you a good season. That would that would address the pass-catching tight end part of it. They still have a lot more. They need two, at least two wide receivers, probably three. I think the only wide receiver they have that's any good is DJ Moore. Everybody else mm-hmm. is just a guy. Uh, they need a lot more weapons there. You talk about running back. They need more on the offensive line because uh, it wasn't always great. It became pretty good. But it, I don't think it ever got to the point where it was great and dominant. It had some good games. The game against Detroit was dominant. I think they're set there. They're going to have issues with Corbett tearing his ACL, which he's likely not going to be healthy all of next season now because of that. So you got to find another right. guard. And then maybe if they don't re-sign Bozeman, like what do you do there at center? And like there's a lot. And here's the thing, too, like Adam, when you're looking at all of this, like you're right, Gronk can come in fill in the tight end in, in this scenario. If this really happens, and Gronk already said that he would love to come back potentially in the right situation, I feel like it's far more likely that it's in Vegas right. with McDaniels and with Brady if he goes there, or allegedly, reportedly, they're going to pursue him. So it makes more sense for that whole Patriots 
uh, you know, collective to do their whole West Coast deal in Vegas. Like, that makes sense. But, yes, for Carolina, fine. Gronk comes here for a year. Brady comes here for a year. But still, like, long-term, it doesn't fit the way that they've tried to build this thing slowly with a bunch of younger players who they refused to trade away at the deadline when they could have. They could have traded away DJ Moore. They could have traded away Brian Burns. Right. And then when you bring in a player like Brady or any kind of high, any quarterback, whether it be Garoppolo or Derek Carr, they're going to command a certain salary. And the Panthers just don't have the space. Like you would rather go ahead and re-sign or extend Brian Burns now. They got to get a deal with Jeremy Chen at some point, Bradley Bozen, as I mentioned, and then they need to probably find some veterans. So how are you able to do all of that to get this team to be more than just a 10 and seven or 11 and six division champs in a bad division next year? Like, I just don't see how this builds toward what David Tepper talked about and sustained success when he decided to sit up there after firing Ron Rivera and talk to Bill Both and the Panthers state media and tell us, Hey, this is what I want to do here in Carolina. I don't see how this meshes with a Brady, Sean Payton duo. If that's what happens here in Carolina, of course, I think it's far more likely that Sean Payton comes here than both of them coming here, but it's just, I don't really see like where this is going right now, as far as like Tepper and his decision-making, as far as the next head coach in Carolina is going to be. Julian Council is with us, Locked On Panthers podcast, and you didn't slip Panthers state media by me. Uh, so I just want everybody to I heard that, and I loved it. So uh, so good for you. Um, but you also said it out loud, maybe without realizing it, that David Tepper involved. Anything is possible when David Tepper is involved, uh, including no longer thinking about long-term and thinking about winning today. And, like, I do think that there is value in bringing in a head coach like Sean Payton. So if so I actually separate the two. But I also don't think Sean Payton is really interested in the Carolina Panthers. So if if he wasn't coming from New Orleans... If he was coming, or if the Panthers were suddenly dropped into the AFC South, then I mm-hmm. think it would be a different animal. I think that you could you could have because there is a good defense there. The the bones of a good defense is there. The offensive line looks like it will be pretty good. Um, now they need a lot of other things to happen, but I do think it would even be worth a first round pick to bring in Sean Payton and make him your head coach for the next ten years. I think or I mean, it'd be far the, more palatable. Right. Yeah. The Brady part of this is, believe it or not, the least appealing to me. Oh, absolutely. I watched, like, I know it's just one game, but it's one game in that moment against a, an elite defense, and we saw how bad Brady looked. That wasn't just they couldn't block uh, uh, Micah Parsons, and they had no chance to block Micah Parsons, but it wasn't just that. Even when Brady had time to throw, it didn't look right. He looked bad. He looked 45 years old. Yeah, Bob and Tom apparently caught up to him. I didn't waste my time with the Monday Night Football game because huh. Trump is a bad team. And they are bad. Just, and I don't watch Monday Night Football because I don't need my football outside of Saturday and Sunday, to be honest. But if the Panthers playing, of okay. course, I'll be watching that game. But, yeah, I didn't, didn't watch that. But he's 45, guys. Like, that just <laughs> I, what? What exactly are we expecting to get out of Tom Brady moving forward? He's been great, and I wonder for Tom, it's like the dude wants to play at the highest level, and he's not going to play at the highest level anymore. So why is he still doing this football-wise? But, yeah, Sean Payton was coming from, I don't know, say the Chargers. Then, yeah, of course, it would be far more palatable to bring him here because you're not thinking about all the 
division rivalry games that you had against them and his face and all that and the arrogance, at least, you know, the perceived arrogance that you see from a Carolina Panthers rose-colored glasses or, I guess, black and blue-colored glasses perspective, absolutely. But still, for me, out of principle, look at all the teams right now, look at their coaches and how they got them. Yes, seven of the eight are all offensive coaches. None of these teams had to trade for a coach. It does not make sense to me to give up assets for a coach. And, yes, I understand that no coach has never has won a Super Bowl somewhere else and then gone on to win a Super Bowl elsewhere. Not to say it couldn't happen for Sean Payton, but history is against that happening. I don't see this as the top thing that at least I want to think that at least the Panthers should be pursuing. And my whole issue so far, the coaching search has been like Ben Johnson was perceived as the favorite. Right. Ben Johnson wasn't supposed to interview until today. So I'm just trying to understand, like, how is the guy who's not even interviewed considered the favorite? Because David Tepper has just been so laser focused on, let me get a young guy who's worked the quarterback's offensive background opposed to trying to find the guy who can be the best communicator, yeah. the best leader of the football wow. team. That's the kind of things that actually matter and separate yourself. And, of course, finding a quarterback at the end of the day would supersede all of that. Because Andy Reid's a great coach, but Andy Reid wasn't going to AFC title game every year until Patrick Mahomes showed up there in Kansas City. He wouldn't win the Super Bowl until Patrick Mahomes got there to Kansas right. City. And we can look in New England, Bill Belichick, the roster's not where it's been in the past. But that team ain't the same. Now Tom Brady's been gone for three years. So I just, I don't understand his process. It is David Tepper. It's why I told people back when they said fire rule, okay, that's cool, but you understand who you have to depend on now. The same guy who failed with the soccer coach, the same guy who's had random execs at his Tepper Sports Entertainment leave right. out on moment's notice, the same guy who bungled the Rock Hill deal, that's the guy that you're asking once again to get this position right. So, hey, good luck. Here we are. Maybe Sean Payton works out. The Broncos probably can pay more since apparently they have more money. Yes. Um, but does Sean wow. Payton want to be here? I don't know. Walmart Walmart has more money than yeah, uh, than than David Tepper, as much money as David Tepper has. Uh, well, they, they splintered that among all the kids, and all the kids – Still have more money than David Tepper. You and I, you and I agree on uh, on all of that, and we also agree on what the most important quality is among a head coach: is can you communicate? And we all know that the guy who can do that, we've already seen it, uh, can do that well at in Carolina is Steve Wilkes. Uh, I'm hoping that everybody turns them down because it does appear to me that that's going to have to happen before Steve Wilkes gets the job. That everybody turns them down. Uh, unless oh, they call awesome. you, if they call you for the job, Julian, uh, you will not turn. Well, you might on principle. No, I, no, if look, you're not hey, watching hey, Monday Night Football on principle, then I think you would turn David Tepper down on principle. No, hey, I, everyone's dream is to be that fired coach living that buyout life. <laughs> like, oh, that's break. good. Like, just yeah. go be hot in an island somewhere. Like, do not go back to coach or go to Nebraska. It's uh, it's your choice. Julian Council at Julian Council on Twitter, Locked On Panthers podcast. Thank you, man. I appreciate your time. Of course. <laughs> Julian's great. Oh, Love it's like, it. It's like, it's like we intruded on his day. <laughs> so awesome.